Last time on Island Disco, the Mystery Solvers Club started investigating the murder of Mr. Campbell, the janitor, while having a confrontation with a suspicious black cat that seemed to bring unluckiness in its wake. is at home in her room, a geometry textbook sitting open on her desk. She's still having a hard time remembering the difference between sine, cosine, and tangent, and her final test of the year is tomorrow morning. A small pile of balled-up notebook paper is scattered around her chair, and she rubs her temples as she stares at the triangle she's drawn on the sheet in front of her. She's going to be here until one in the morning. She doesn't yet know that she's already had the final conversation she'll ever have with her sibling. Casey, what was the last thing you said to Gloria? I told her that I'm a girl. Back in the present, you have got the Wild Cherry up and running again. You've driven out of the shopping center where you had that Eidolon encounter. Uh, see, see, all the lubricants are back in balance. Everything's running smooth again. <laughs> I, I hate... I... I mean, I guess if it's working, I can't really... It would be mean of me to argue with you, but I really don't think that's all there is to it. You have, of course, balanced the four lubricants of a car, the bile, the black bile, the mucus, and the blood. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want a shot of Casey just, like, cover and all, because he has actually been in the bottle, like, moving stuff and fixing <laughs> Completely ignore and it's just like, yeah, sure. I'm glad you're all lubed up, Bob. <laughs> uh, it's already late in the afternoon slash early in the evening at this point, like around 5.30ish, as you get to the woods. The woods here uh, around the Latery are broken up a lot through uh, random country roads or farmland or just uh, cleared fields. There's not one large forest in any one spot, but there's lots of, like, thickets here and there, and I think uh, you've kind of found one of the larger ones of those. Um, it's a bit... Uh, the graveyard is nearby. It's not, uh, you know, it's maybe a couple miles away. Uh, Main Street's also pretty close by. Um, you're sort of sandwiched in between uh, Main Street and the highway, where there is just a couple acres of wood here. And, um, yeah, I think as you pull down, uh, 
a side road to kind of drive into the woods, you see uh, two cop cars parked out here. I feel like my Eidolon would instinctually deal in. Uh, I think that's exactly true. Tell you what, I will give you... Uh, you had the Navigator last time, so I don't want to give you that again. I'll give you the Vanguard, the Alchemist, or the... What's another one you haven't had a chance to show off yet? Uh, the Virtuoso. Ooh, let's do the Alchemist. Okay. So, Shining Star locks in on the plat- the planet Saturn this time, and the the nebula becomes a sort of, like, hue of green, and between, like, what would be the stars of the nebula, you see little green vines sort of grow between them, um, connecting the celestial bodies with plant life. Uh, because my Eidolon can transform in any inanimate object it touches into a plant. Okay. I don't know if I have this in character, but I, I have an idea to get past the cops. <laughs> I would love to hear it. Yeah, we can do that. If yeah. not, I have a backup idea. Real quick, Maurice, is Boogie Wonderland, like, switched off right now? Uh, yeah, it's switched off just because he's a little worried about what it would be. Uh... Yeah, I think uh, all the little guys then are just like they've set up a like dull, dull-sized break room <laughs> in the back of the van that they're all just sitting around just eating sandwiches. <laughs> but craft services on this project really skimped out. What's the what's the coffee situation? They have little tiny coffees. Maurice, they got little tiny coffees, absolutely. <laughs> Maurice gets one of the little tiny coffees. <laughs> I mean, if if y'all you guys want, when we go back to my place, I could uh, make. I could make a, a me-sized sandwich, and it'd be huge for you guys. Uh, I think the uh, director of Boogie Wonderland kind of floats over to you and, like, places one tiny hand on your shoulder bomb and says, Buddy, you just got yourself an executive producer credit. <laughs> oh, sweet. What, is, what does an executive producer do? Duh! And it just flies back away. <laughs> Mostly sandwiches, I think. Mostly sandwiches. Okay, yeah, that tracks. Maurice, there's been a lot happening, so it, it kind of slipped my mind, but what do you... Do those little guys have names? Oh, no. They're all part of me, so maybe they all have my name? No, that's dumb. That would be really dumb. I can't... I mean, maybe, but it wouldn't really be practical to call them all Maurice, would it? Hey, Maurice! says Casey to see if any of them turn. Uh, I don't think any of them turn. Okay, okay yeah. Not named Maurice. Well, we'll work on names later. Um, I know one's a costume one, and maybe for that one first. They've been doing a lot of are things. They like, I was gonna say, are they like Smurfs? And then I was like, are Smurfs a thing? <sighs> yeah, I think Smurfs are a thing by now. I got Smurfs. Are, yeah, <laughs> Everyone furiously googling Smurfs. Okay, uh, Maurice is excited for the first time. I'm super excited, but he's like a little enchanted by thinking of them as Smurfs now. I have good yeah, news. Yeah. The Smurfs are a thing. Yeah, they've been around <laughs> since the 60s. Hell yeah. Okay, so here's here's my plan. Um, we use the power of the woods to transform everything within the the range of Boogie Wonderland into mm-hmm. woodland creatures. Team, how? Hey, team, want to be woodland creatures? 
yeah, sure. Are you saying you can make me into a horse? I... <laughs> Is that a woodland creature? <laughs> Would I be able to talk to dog? Only one way to find out. I'm processing a lot of feelings here. He clasps his hands together. Bully Wonderland, activate. Give me a challenge fate bizarre. All right. Two cards it is. All right. That's going to be the fool. You become what you needed to be in this moment. Yes. Which shit. <laughs> or the lovers you're faced with two paths. I mean, the fool is just literally what you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is also All my right. resonant card. <laughs> but, you know, um, well, I can make some sacrifices. It's the second time this happened. Sorry. <laughs> we do this all the time. But anyway, we're have, uh, I will summon the luck spirit. I will. <laughs> it's listen, it's it resonant cards are a rare experience by design. This is true. You you can try again in 17 more cards. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh all right, in that case, uh a bell goes off and all of the uh Boogie Wonderlands kind of get up, clean up. And uh, just, like, with cartoonish quickness, start uh, converting back into a uh, set. One of them yells, All right, forest scene! Take one! Action! And uh, the colors of the, like, foliage outside all just become more and more saturated. Uh, like, I think that one song, I might just edit it in here, like the da 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 That's playing now. Like a bunny hops by the van and like a butterfly lands on its nose serenely. We've all got big Disney eyes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then as the, uh, the saturation kind of uh, perforates the van and just kind of seeps in, Sure, I don't know if this is really what Boogie Wonderland did originally, but it, uh, you drew the right card, so tell me what kind of Disney-ass woodland creature each of you turns into. Uh, I think... I think Bob, very confusedly, because they don't know what that has to do with going fast, but they do become a hedgehog. <laughs> great, great, good. Uh, I think... I think Haley Haley is thinking horse in her head, but yeah. because it's not exactly a woodland creature, she instead gets deer. You know, it's hooved. It's close. Oh, yeah. Wood deer. Wood deer. What about Casey? So many options. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess I was like bear. No, no, I can't do. You that. gotta resist bear. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, raccoon. I was like, no, no. Chris was a raccoon. Christina was a raccoon. Oh, what fuck. animals have we hit yet? Ugh. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm like looking around. <laughs> bobcat. Uh, Ooh, yeah, a big big bobcat. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. And Maurice? Uh oh, no idea. Why? Um, let me see. I was thinking the dog park because I like him as a as a dachshund with like a little detective hat on uh uh-huh. <laughs> but i don't know if that's woodland enough mm. yeah we need a woodland creature coyote yeah. could be like a wolf if that's oh, the direction you're coyote thinking. would be would be pretty good <laughs> oh yeah okay i think i'm gonna do coyote i'm feeling that all right so yeah, you can do coyote so here's the thing uh yeah fool's a, is is a is a neutral card right it's a mixed success right yeah, yeah. uh bob blinks for a moment just says wait a minute we're still in the van 
Uh, well, you try to say that, but instead what comes out of your mouth is like a beautiful little piccolo sound. Oh. <laughs> just a few notes on just a tiny flute. Because, uh, yeah, I think the, the operative uh, thing here is not going to end up being like a Looney Tune situation, more of a Peter and the Wolf thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, here's the thing. When I when I when when that happens, do the other players understand what I say? Uh, I think they get the vibe of it. Okay. <laughs> oh, That's great. That's a musical. Uh, I'm trying to think what... It's in a musical tone? <laughs> yeah. What, what animal is a... Uh, it's... It's a bobcat. I'm thinking like a trombone. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, dog, dog, can you understand me now? Uh, I think dog turns to you and just opens its mouth and it's just bongos. <laughs> You know what? That checks out. Uh-huh. Maurice's sound is an, an oboe. That's, that feels appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Also, who's driving the van? <laughs> well, the van is parked. Like that's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I assumed yes. you parked the van okay. before you did that. Haley's is probably violin. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Uh, just every step you take, you get, like, one delicate string. Yes. But also, you're a deer crammed into the passenger seat of this van. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I am flailing my limbs about quite a bit. Bob, I think Haley's uh, antlers are absolutely puncturing uh, some of the, the seats. Oh, no, no. Uh, he is, like looking at her reflection in the mirror and he seems to be into it. I guess girl deers <laughs> don't have antlers, do they? Uh, no, they Do don't. they? I don't remember. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. No, deer do not. Alright. Alright, you're not destroying Bob's van, then. It's still a deer! I, I would like to try to open the back door to the van. Uh, I'm not gonna make you draw for it, but I think it's fair to say that given that you're a funny little hedgehog that takes considerable effort, but you manage it. So here's the thing. Do I still have my powers? Uh, well, I mean, if you can fit into those shoes somehow as a little hedgehog, I guess so. <laughs> Why are you blue? <laughs> just drop him in the shoe. He fits in one of the shoes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you can kind of like uh, Karibo shoe around like Mario pretty quick. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> Bring it. Putting putting the franchises together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real Sonic and Mario with the Olympic Games situation. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Haley is gonna have much luck getting out with deer hooves. So. Well, actually, yeah, I think you can probably just paw at the handle until it clicks. Or I think well, what she probably There's a reason does. I opened the, the back of the van, because I figured that would give everybody the most room to climb out. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she just waits until uh, Bob gets it, and then she follows them. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, you've made it out of the van in your woodland disguises. I think, like, just beyond the range of Boogie Wonderland, this looks like normal forest, but it is, yeah, very much like, uh, like... 
second-rate animated cartoon forest in the immediate area around you. Maurice, I I don't want to be a critic, but I feel like if the idea was to be inconspicuous, I'm not sure this is going to work. They're so inconspicuous. Who suspects a wolf or anything? I got the idea from the cat, and Haley's dad's turned into a horse. Turning into animals. It's the perfect... And, you know, again, yeah, you're speaking in instruments, which obviously... <laughs> uh, you're not going to hear all, you know, didn't think about how that would work. Like, mm-hmm. we're not, I'm not getting a bunch of fucking instrument samples yeah. for this yeah, episode. No, That's no. too much. Audience, work. please imagine this in your mind, palace. Yeah. Please imagine a funny oboe playing when Maurice talks. <laughs> uh, but also, I think you're instinctively, like, gesticulating as best you can in a way that perfectly conveys the information you're trying to. Mm-hmm. I, like, nod at Haley and then do, like, <laughs> pose like a cat. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess we should start looking for clues. Can, I mean, it's not, it investigates not my good stat, but if, <laughs> but if no one else is going to yeah, do it. No, I think, I think Haley <laughs> does start like, uh, prancing off into the forest. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Give me an investigate Haley. And if someone wants to help, they certainly can. That'll be two cards for me, please. Two I cards. would that like gives- to help. I'll, All right, I'll bounce around and look for clues. Uh, Merc XP, Bob, and that gives us three cards here. We got Justice, Temperance, and the Chariot, which are all neutral. Okay. Unless one is resonant or dissonant, I don't know. That's your uh, to remember. Uh, temperance <laughs> is my dissonant, so definitely don't want to pick that. Well, you got to pick them all. That's how investigate works. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Hmm. Merc XP. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. So you said they were which ones again? Uh, Justice, Temperance, and the Chariot. Although the the like positive, negative, neutral matters more for investigate than the actual forecast. Oh, so okay, gotcha. It doesn't matter that much which one you pick uh, for each question, but yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, I think the the obvious first one is what's hidden here using Justice, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. In that case, uh, as you go prancing through the woods with a hedgehog hopping along in a shoe with you, uh, I think you can spot through the trees off in the distance um, the uh, cops kind of combing over a an area. Uh, it looks like there are two like uniformed officers and who you assume is a detective with them. Uh, they've got like a small area of trees sort of roped off with caution tape. You're assuming that is where the body was actually found, and they probably wouldn't appreciate a deer getting too close to them. Uh, But as you continue to sort of uh, just look around through the woods, you do find a few splotches of blood here and there on the ground that seems, you know, from your heightened animal senses, you can tell it's relatively fresh still. And, um, you're a deer, so I think I will also note you can definitely smell, uh, deer piss that was used to mark the territory recently. So there was, in fact, a deer in the area. Okay. Of this blood. Uh, my next question will be, who's, who's in control using temperance? Assuming that is a question that is actually relevant here. It's relevant, but I'm trying to think of how I can, like... 
how I can communicate that through clues you can find here. That's, that's an interesting question to put here. Um, I could choose a different one. No, 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 that's fine. I just got to give it some thought. Okay. Like, I, I like this question here. It's just a little, I got to come at this from a from a weird angle here. Um, hmm. Does using the dissonant card in an investigate trigger the dissonant effect? Uh, oh, that's a great question. I, uh, what is the dissonant effect? A spirit embodying the concept of luck will emerge from the undertow <laughs> as described from the GM and bestow a curse upon you. Draw one less card the next ah. time you make a move. Okay, the spirit will remain in this world until you play a neutral or positive card. Here's what I'll say. That'll happen once Investigate is cleared up. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. Then who's in, who's in control in a way that you won't like the answer? Um... You note that as you start looking at these blood spots, if this was blood randomly dripping off, say, a deer's antlers, um, it would be random, right? It would just be random drips as it's running away. But these are suspiciously evenly spaced, uh, implying that there is something deeper going on here that uh, some perhaps someone else is in control, and I don't think you can determine who. I think that's what you're not going to like. The answer to who's in control is a an unknown third party. Okay. Uh, and for my third question, what weaknesses can I exploit, specifically regarding the cops who are patrolling this area? Well, there's only three of them in total, and there's a lot of woods out here. It, you, you're going to have to be careful that you don't agitate them so much that they, say, decide to shoot you. But if you can uh, distract them or annoy them, it might be possible to lure them away from the actual crime scene to get a closer look. Okay. Maurice? He looks up at the wolf. Oh, are you a coyote? <laughs> at the coyote. Oh, yeah, whichever. <laughs> you're, look, you're just as good as me, if not better, at noticing little details. So. He like he's, the the coyote goes eh, eh. <laughs> like a, a more or less thing with his head. Mm. No, no, you are. I'm gonna. I say this. Because I'm going to need you to be the one who does this after I take an action that may be very stupid. Uh, I think uh, he doesn't say anything oboe-wise, but his eyes go big. Haley, you're doing a dumb thing. Well, mm-hmm. can, I, can I rely on you to, to check the area where they found the body? For anything we might need. He nods and uh, stands up like a... Well, you know how wolves, like coyotes sit on their hind legs and like very looks like very focused all of a sudden. Like, okay. He's got this. I've got this. Okay. Are you going to... Don't... Mm, but how, how dangerous and stupid is the thing you're doing? <laughs> uh, I think... Um, 
what what Haley is going to do is she needs to make this look like she's just a she's just a stupid deer that is investigating th- something and got startled. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna try to approach like the caution tape, mm-hmm. and upon like touching her nose to it um act like she's suddenly scared get her head caught up with it so it like tears off and then she just runs off with it okay uh as you approach the caution tape and start sniffing at it their backs are to you so they don't see you right away um you move to start kind of deliberately tangling your head into it. And as you do that, you catch a glimpse of your own shadow. The sun's fairly low at this point, so you're casting a long shadow. But your shadow is a lot smaller than it should be, Haley, and it doesn't look like a deer. It looks like the shadow of a cat. And uh, as you continue to look at it, uh, it sort of caught your attention for the moment. The shadow gets up and like pulls itself off of you and it is just it is not like the the actual black cat you saw before this is just like the silhouette of a cat walking around and it just kind of uh sits down next to you and starts like licking its paws and uh then just kind of looks up at you and you can hear it purring but like it's not doing anything else other than unsettling you who are you uh, it, like, flops onto its back. Okay. I'm kind of busy at the moment. I'll get to you later. It rolls in the leaves. Cool. Uh, and she continues forward with the plan. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and, uh, give me draw glam minus one. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, that's good. That's gonna be a one card. Okay, well, that one card is the world. <laughs> <laughs> take that bad yeah, luck I, I, I will take that <laughs> uh okay then i think uh the you well i'll tell you what you describe what happens here i mean you basically already have said what you want but you, narrate the scene for me the world's bending to your will Despite just getting used to, like, walking on four legs, Haley manages to convincingly imitate uh, a deer that startle itself, and she manages to get the caution tape wound around her head and, like, her neck and, like, Mm -hmm. rip it off, which, in her flailing, the cops notice the noise and get startled by the deer. Haley decides to add in a mo- in the moment a bit of flourish to it and like bolts at the cop car and like slams into it on her side so it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she just bolts back out into the woods. Okay, yeah, I think uh, all three cops go running after you. Uh, yeah, Maurice, you've got a... I mean, everybody has a free opportunity here to check out the, the scene. Well, I'll, I'll check it out if anyone else doesn't, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think 
I'm going to use all these coyote senses of smell and hearing to see. Sure. And follow the trail, obviously, to the, the, the thing um, to see if we can maybe catch the scent of that thing and see if, I don't know if maybe following the deer is good or just checking out the crime scene right now, but. Yeah, yeah. give me an investigate. That, I have three. I'm pretty good at that. Investigate. Okay. Uh, your cards are Death, the Hierophant, and the Tower. What happens that if is... you draw birth your resident and your dissonant card? Uh, well, they're, then, you know, because this is investigate, you'll use them both. <laughs> <laughs> cool, we're gonna, we're gonna learn some stuff now about, uh, your, your, power sure will, your power will toggle on and off like you're in a rave. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want oh, that to is true. They're actively chasing Haley, and your power's gonna act weird. Yes. Okay, yes. so I, I should... If this might go down, I should say what uh, Casey has been doing this whole time because I was yeah. looking for the right moment. Uh, she's a bobcat. She's been basically following Haley and the cops, either like hiding in the bo- in the woods or even like up uh, up some trees, like stalking them in case they need to. So that's where she he is in case everything goes bad. Okay, noted. Uh, where's Bob, just to complete the picture here? Uh, so Bob Curibo shoot their way uh, with Maurice to the scene to help investigate. Okay, okay. Because unlike everybody else, they're small, so they, they, can, they right. can't really do much else at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Maurice, which question for which card? All right. Um, what happened here recently? Is that one? Yeah, that's one. Uh, so which card are you playing for that? Uh, I'm going to have that be... I got a lot of bad cards in this roll, didn't I? Yeah, you got uh, one neutral. Well, you one positive because it's resonant. So one positive, two negative. One positive, two negative. What is the most important answer? What question is the most important? Um, oh, what's hidden here? Uh, I'm going to use the best card on what's hidden here. Um, okay. And I. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, when you play your resonant card, apply its forecast instead of decide. The next time anyone plays a negative card, discard your resonant card, and none of your move effects trigger. Okay, so that's actually going to kind of buffer your dissonant card here. Uh, so that's good. Uh, so what's hidden here? You sniff around the scene, and you slowly untangle a few different scents. The strongest are the three of the cops that were lingering around here. Um, you can sort of sniff their trails off in the direction they chased Haley. Um, sniffing more deeply. You can, of course, you know, smell Haley, too. Uh, you can smell what, you know, you're still getting used to coyote senses, mm-hmm. but that must be another deer because it's similar to Haley, but not quite. Um, so, so far, this is adding up. But as you continue to sniff, um, you pick out a fourth human scent. That must be your victim. And that one is faded because he was here, you know, over 12 hours ago, but you can identify it by the smell of blood mixed with it. Um, And that is covering a lot of other smells up, but as you really close your eyes and concentrate, you can pick out a fifth human scent uh, about as faded as the victims. He was not here alone. Mm. There was another. I <laughs> I pick up my my nose and look up. There was another. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess for my back cards, I get to choose what I put my back cards on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've like I've like being messy. Uh, what poses the biggest threat is going to be the tower. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, oh boy. Uh, what complications should I be wary of? Death. I, I just want to say I love the idea of this coyo uh, coy coyote, uh, like working on a little notebook. Like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please imagine the coyote in a Columbo jacket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the tower was... Um, uh, what uh, who's in control? Or I think biggest or threat. Or who poses the biggest threat. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, the tower for what poses the biggest threat here. Um, what can I tell you about that? Um, you sniff in a wider radius to... Um, get more information about this fifth scent you've picked up, you can tell that the victim dropped right here and stayed here, presumably until he was found later. This fifth person, though, walked away. And judging by their scent uh, and, like, the placement of... You know, now you're picking up footprints, uh, very subtle in the leaves and the dirt... But with your heightened senses and the, you know, matching them to the scent trail, you're you're noticing them now. Um, they're very evenly paced and not a super long gait. They don't indicate somebody that was running. They casually left this scene, which means either they left and then this guy got gored, or this guy got gored and the other person left the scene nonchalantly and a, a sort of tickle in the back of your brain is telling you that's the correct interpretation here meaning that they they watched a man get killed by a deer presumably and not only didn't go for help didn't even seem all that concerned about it Maurice snorts angrily we're dealing with a real freak <laughs> <laughs> We're dealing with a real sick puppy here. And, uh, you know, I, I, depending, I don't know if Haley conveyed all the information I gave her to you, but you also notice, like, an extreme consistency to these footsteps. They are very equally paced in a way that, like, a casual walk, there's going to be minor variations in each step, and that's not what you're seeing here. Maurice is it is almost like... It, it, you don't think it was a march, but it is almost as regimented as a march, you know? Uh, I'd say Maurice is growling as a coyote and, like, turns to Bob and is like, they watched him die. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to do a cat wolf voice, a coyote voice, but. <laughs> no, that was cool. You can do Unless that. Unless you can do it's an fine. oboe voice. <laughs> yeah, the, the oboe plays several ominous notes. <laughs> this is, you know why this is very relevant because he's a detective. It's the, it's the same law and order oboe. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and what complication should be should you be wary of was the last one, right? Uh, yeah, that's death. Uh, I think for that, the uh, main complication you should be wary of is that Haley is rapidly getting to the edge of your zone of influence while the cops are still chasing her. Oh shit, oh fuck, oh fuck. Uh, I turn to Bob. Bob, uh, can you... Hmm, you can't carry me as a... <laughs> 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 Alright, look, just... Chase after Haley. I'm gonna run ahead and and see what I can do. Okay. Uh, so 
So Bob is Kuribo shooing at high speed, right? Yes, uh-huh. Uh, I guess they'll try to Goomba stomp the cops. <laughs> I, wait, 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 wait. Can I say something I before say, that? Wait, because, like, I'm there waiting in case anything happens, but yeah. Yeah, I think Maurice, before you leave, is like, fuck up their car. Fuck up their car. Oh, <laughs> and he says that in like a growly voice, and you've never seen him like suggest something so like. <laughs> like fuck up oh, their car. Oh, all right, sure. Um, well, here's the thing: if we if we break their car, they're they're probably gonna notice that the wild cherry's over there. Yeah, that's bad. Probably. He like his, his back, whatever, unhaunches. It's like oh. Is there a way we can slow him down? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bob is gonna like bounce over there at high speeds. Yeah. Um, this sounds to me like either Bob or Casey should uh, challenge Fate Pow, and the other should help. Uh, I sure. Uh, who's got I more Pow? Because I have all the Pow. <laughs> sure. You have three Pow. Yep. Yeah. Casey has all so right, much so Pow. The most. That's gonna be pow. four cards. <laughs> That's going to be four cards in total then, Casey, uh, because Bob is helping out. So you've got the Sun, which is positive, mm. the Hermit, which is your dissonant, the Hangman, which is negative, or the Emperor, which is neutral. Not to influence your decision, but I would I would like for bad thing to not happen to... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only reason I got quiet is because I meant to say... I was going to say, should I do Bloody Knuckles, but we already did the, the roll. Before. Well, this isn't a scrap. It's just a challenge. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and keep yeah, in mind, doesn't this... You're taking the sun? Yeah, I'll take the, the positive. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, just for the record, yeah, I'm, I'm putting the sun in the discard. You taking a negative doesn't necessarily mean something bad would happen to yeah. Haley. I mean, the Emperor's... You break something. That could work out. Uh, isn't the Emperor my... Re- no, it's not. No, no, no. That's High not a permit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say my name, but yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, okay. In that case, then. Um, yeah, I think they are... You know, Haley, you're getting close to the edge of uh, where Maurice can, uh, you know, have you fully embody the aura of the area. Um, but just before you cross that uh, invisible threshold, uh, a bobcat descends from the trees on top of one of these cops. <laughs> And uh, as they, like, fall down from the sudden, uh, you know, like, 40-pound weight on their head, I think another one uh, is both startled and tripped by, uh, well, no, they get Goomba-stomped, like you said, by uh, a little hedgehog. Yeah. They don't know what hit him in the head, but something did. Yeah. Yeah, they'll say, yeah, the, the third cop who's still standing for the moment is absolutely going for their gun. Can I kick that cop? <laughs> Like yeah, sure. Hoops. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll include that in your giving cause to celebrate here. Yeah, I think that one reaches for his gun and gets kicked hard in the back and knocked into the one that got Goomba stomped, and they clunk their heads together hilariously. Oh, I love tree stooges. Do they uh, make little it, little bird flying around their heads sounds since we're absolutely, in a cartoon Absolutely, because world? they're also in Maurice's zone of influence, and I think, you know, not to... Yeah, I said it wasn't a Looney Tunes thing, but uh, if it was, they're absolutely the Elmer Fudd of this situation. Hell yeah. Hey everyone, uh, it's Casey. I have been asked by my friends to read uh, 
some of the donations you all have done to the mystery the mystery solvers club the mystery club uh we really appreciate it usually this is more of a Haley thing or a maurice or even bob but they were all busy so you're stuck with me i'm sorry uh <laughs> no one likes self-serving humor so um, anyways forget that uh so yeah no we uh before i uh, no you know what let's just jump into it let's just jump into it i'm just gonna give everyone the thanks for supporting the mystery solvers club and my friends they're so great and like Haley's so pretty and like smart and knows what to do bob is like so sure of themselves and like i just the way they shine and maurice God, Maurice is so, um, so, uh, uh, yeah, donate, donations, uh, <clears throat> thanks to Alexander Moore, Johan159, Liam Conlon, Robin Magi, August, Hannah, David, Liam Black, Siobhan Peridot Rose, Beldrin, Thomas Rohrer. Rohrer? Rohrer. 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 No. Rawr. Is it weird that I got turned... I don't know if you guys have gotten to that point. I can ask and ask. Meow. Um, still doing that. Marie said it was fine, but I was still meowing. Anyways. Um... We, uh, Thomas Miarar, uh, Jaces, Lucentia, Balor World Splitter Carmichael, Angelica, XF, Nancy Blank, Benjamin Lewis, Eli Marone, Evie, he Evie Helms, Nathan Pearson, Osha Nyan Compliance. <clears throat> I mean, um, meow. I mean, um, Bismut, Tin Man Axe, and Pokey Script. Uh, I have been now been given a piece of paper to read. Uh, thank you. Uh, that says something about Eidolon Become Your Best Self Patreon Tears. If you want to be, if you want to support the Mystery Solvers Club, you can support us for one dollar a month. For one dollar, uh, you get access to the the show. Uh, it says here you get access to both episodes of Final on Rock and Final on Disco. I'm not too sure what that means. Uh, for three dollars uh, a month, you get. Uh, yeah, I just read it. Okay, you get a monthly bonus podcast where Luke and Molly discuss the design of the game as they work on 2.0. Oh, that's nice. You also get access to Luke's GM modes. I don't know who Luke is. From every episode. I need to ask around about this. But anyways, uh, and then for $5, you receive access to Eidolon Become Your Best Self, uh, the current update, as well as... Uh, Updated drafts. Doo -doo -doo. 
Uh, and you, uh, you also get your name read, which is what I did, I guess. Uh, and then each podcast. Well, that's nice. Uh, $10 a month, you get the grab bag. It says here you will get random episodes or new episodes of different things. Like, Juji got fingered and... I meant for you to pot my cast. What are they? What am I reading? Um, and also, uh, it seems that it says here that we are at about a thousand one hundred and sixty dollars per month at the time of recording. And if we make it to a thousand five hundred dollars per month, I have a note here that says Mike and Maxi. We'll host a pilot episode of Sonic Undertow, a Sonic Underground rewatch podcast, where they force Favi, who here says Sonic Underground is not real. This is a psyop. Uh, it, it says underlined three times. Uh, it says that they will force Favi to watch that, to watch and talk about it. Uh, it sure seems like something. Anyways, I I need to go back to my friends, so I will let you all with that. I feel very comfortable, uncomfortable when I'm not with them. Bye. All right, I think we got what we came for, and we should probably uh, ski daddle. Uh, Maurice tries to. To howl to scare the rest of the cops off. I'm gonna try and ha- I'm gonna try and dazzle whatever other canines are in the woods. Uh, uh-huh. Well, actually, uh, maybe I could use Boogie Wonderland. Uh, I do a growl and then sound effects. Cue <laughs> <laughs> <Q> sound. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In that case, give me a glam draw, All right, uh, Maurice. I would like to help. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was about to say, uh, Casey roars. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, with Casey helping, that gets you the Wheel of Fortune, the Devil, or Judgment. So neutral, negative, negative. Hmm. Do I get two HP for the investigate already? <laughs> I should probably do a positive one. You could one. also um, push yourself. Yes, you did get two XP from that. Oh, yeah, I sh- I'm going to use the push on this one. Okay, uh, then the Phantom Clock ticks to four, and you get Strength, which is uh, positive. Yeah, okay. Uh, you triumph through force. So then in that case, yeah, I think um, you, yeah, the woods suddenly fill with the sound of howling wolves and coyotes and other various canines. And uh, the cops uh, kind of still dazed from the attack, uh, panic and all run back to the two cop cars and drive off. Wow. That went way more smoothly than uh, most of the things we've done since we got home. Casey meows. That was amazing. <laughs> you all were so good. Casey purrs. All right, so I don't, I don't know how a dog looks proud, but uh, <laughs> uh, Maurice is like, I think I figure, I think I'm figuring out this Woogie, yeah. Woogie Wonderland thing. Casey does the thing where a cat licks its paw and then preens its head. Ooh. All right, so. What have we what have we learned since we got here? Well, the killer we, is a sicko. They watched him die. 
we also definitely know that that there was someone else here in in the woods with them whether they were the killer directly or just someone who witnessed it but didn't care to do anything and clearly didn't care to report anything about it that's up to be determined i guess wait so were they still actually impaled by a deer hmm. you know if there were if some sort of conflict with a deer occurred, I would imagine I'd find some sort of, like, f- panicked tracks, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't mention that at the time, but I think along with those bloodstains, you could, in fact, find something like that. Okay, so I was able to find... You, you, at the very least, can't rule out that it was a deer attack. Okay, yeah, so I, I can't rule it out. There was enough evidence there to at least confirm the possibility. So, wait, so that still seems like something that would only happen if it was, like, a freak accident, right? Unless, Unless somebody can just make freak accidents happen. You know, I didn't consider it before now. But this seems weirdly similar to the case that I handled, right? Huh? <laughs> you know, the the hell deer. The hell deer. The one that it wasn't actually dangerous. Some some kids had just messed with wildlife and gotten some red paint on it. But everyone slow blinks at Haley. Like that's maybe I'm just being paranoid, but it seems like a weird thing to just be a coincidence, right? We get we just get back from doing our mysteries and we immediately find one that matches one that we did, except it actually happened. Tails wags. Yeah, that seems very. That seems a suspicious coincidence. Can so so this is gonna seem weird. Uh, I I want to do a dredge, but I wanted to kind of take the form like you've you've played uh, Ace Attorney Investigations, right? Absolutely. Yeah, when, when Edgeworth goes into his fucking mind palace and starts connecting dots with logic powers. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I want I wanted to go into Bob's head, and it is a far less elegant version of that. <laughs> Shit's drawn in crayon. Right, um, right. <laughs> But on one on one hand, there's a dot that says, uh, like, one in a million chance bad thing happens and someone expected it. And the other dot is, has something, like, is way too similar to a thing Haley in- encountered and has something to do with Haley, probably. Right, 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 right. Uh, And okay. I want to try to, like, take out, like, the uh, a green crayon that has been chewed on and yeah. connect those dots in Bob's mind. Okay, then you're dredging the undertow. Uh, you've got two biz, right? I have one. Uh, oh, I was looking at the wrong column. You're right. You have one. Mm-hmm. In that case, you've got the moon. Something unknown or unknowable interferes. Uh, do you want to push or? Hmm. Is that is that negative? Yeah, that's negative. Okay, yeah, I'll push. Okay, then phantom clock ticks to five. Making Ooh, making good progress. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like good progress in that clock. <laughs> I guess uh, first fan fight happened episode eight in uh, season one, so that that's on track more or less. Yeah, yeah, actually. yeah. We're, yeah. 
Uh, all right. Then in that case, you have the lovers. You're faced with two paths. All right. Um, okay. In that case, I think your two paths will be... Path number one would be that this is just a coincidence. Yes, it's a little odd that you dealt with a scary deer and now there was a deer attack in your neighborhood, but you're in a rural area. Deer attacks aren't unheard of. You know, it happens. Maybe not like this all that often. You hear more about like a deer getting, you know, running out in the road and causing a car crash or something, but this isn't the first time someone got killed by a deer. It wouldn't be that crazy if this was a coincidence. On the other hand, you just drove off from somebody that, well, from somebody or something that was causing um, dangerous, potentially harmful coincidences to happen all around you. Oh, that the latter seems more. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the second one. Okay. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is a female bobcat, which is weird, right? It's, it's weird that I got transformed into a female bobcat. Sorry. Maurice hey, looks animals? at animals. Like, oh, he looks at Boogie Wonderland, and they're like, oh, they all shrug. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, one of them was like flipping through like uh, script notes, like. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Hey, uh, animals of various genders. Um. So, Haley, you just noticed like a big coincidence, right? Yeah. And a, a bad thing happened by by big coincidence. Oh yeah. And so we we just fought a bad luck cat like an hour ago. You know, I did mention earlier earlier that I thought they might be connected, but this really does seem to point that direction, huh? Yeah. When Bob says bad luck cat, is the cat, is the shadow cat still here? Is Kitty Pride still here? Uh, no, it, it dissipated as soon as uh, Haley played a positive card. Yeah, which was the world, like basically oh, yeah. immediately. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I I think we need to go back to the auto shop. Oh. Uh, complaining meow. All right. If and we're... also, I think we need to not be woodland creatures when we get there. Yeah. Uh... Another complaining meow. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna do this, we need a plan. Well, how do uh, how do we no, uh... stock up on good luck? Oh, actually, hold on. Uh, I could go really fast. I'm gonna look for something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, find shamrocks. Yeah, I was going to say, Bob is going to try to, like, comb the forest at high speeds and look for a four-leaf clover. This sounds like elegance to me. Sure, and that is, I have three elegance. Great, perfect. Oh, shit, dropped a bunch of cards. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That gets you the hermit, the hanged man, or the emperor. Your actions isolate you, you break something, or you're faced with an impossible choice. Ooh, um, hmm. I'm going to go with my actions isolate me. That's neutral, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, then I think I'll say you find a single four-leaf clover. Okay. Well, sorry, everyone. I only, I was, I only found the one. That's okay. I mean, if, if they were everywhere, then they wouldn't be good luck. So here's what I propose. The ones who don't have the clover will be 
essentially the decoys. We will be the loudest and most visible to try and distract the attention of the weird cat. Oh, uh, real quick. Um, Mike, you played the lovers on that dredge. That's your dissonant card. Oh, oh it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I did not realize <laughs> so that. So the clock ticks one more time. I'm gonna, I mean, we're not going to rewind here. Uh, the the forecast changes to you're thinking too literally and missing something that's immaterial but crucial. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, everything I said still stands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Seems like it. Back Great. Good. good. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, Perfect job, team. <laughs> meow. Let's see, where was I? All oh, right. Um, yeah, sorry. And Bob, I think you should have the clover. With your power, you are the fastest. You're the one best suited to try and capture this thing. Sure. Yeah. Agreeing, meow. I mean, that's, that's, that's all we got to do, right? To catch a cat? Yeah. How hard yeah. can it be? Yeah, I've heard tell that there's more than one way to skin them. Well, we're not scared meow. We're not going to we're not going to do that, but I get your point. I hope we're not going to have to skin it. Oh god, what if we have to skin it? <laughs> Panicked meow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. I'm going to put it out of my mind. Yeah, I, I actually that's the thing is what do you do with the magic evil bad luck cat? Like, we catch it, and then what? I mean, all cats hate cages, right? Cats hate cages. Meow. If we... Mm, we can't just assume it's the cat. We need... Is there any question that we can ask to be sure? Who would we ask it? Do you think it's just a cat, or do you think it's some... Looks at us, Eidolon shit? <laughs> it, well, I suppose... It could be both. Yeah. It I, could be a cat with an Eidolon, for all we know. Well, the only thing, the the only magic thing we've run into that didn't have anything to do with Eidolons was, was Sherlock. So. And we don't know that doesn't have anything to do with an Eidolon. Yeah. I'd rather not deal with them if we don't have to. We gotta, fi- we gotta figure this out by ourselves. I think Maurice doesn't say the first part. Maurice says, we're figuring this out by ourselves. We don't need that. Ponce. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't be calling on Sherlock for everything. Besides, he's kind of a jerk. Meow. Well, either way, uh, like, listen, this has been fun. I'd like to go back to being a human being now. We should head back to the van. I agree. Casey looks very sad. Sad cat hours. Right. We could come back and do uh, animal fun time again. We can do the incredible journey again. <laughs> uh, Casey, Casey's like running around Maurice happily. <laughs> I think she like starts rubbing his face against Marie's shoulder and then stops himself and then keeps keeps doing it, being like, ah, yes, I'm just being a cat right now. This is uh-huh. totally normal and fine. Would, mm, would you want to do something funny if I could just, like, while you're doing that, yes. the thing cuts off and then... <laughs> yes! Okay. <laughs> and it's just Casey rubbing his face against your face. And like, oh. Uh... <laughs> Hey. Huge blush, looks away, starts walking away. God, that was beautiful. Uh, hey, listen, Maurice, baby. The director, like, kind of hugs on your ear. Listen, I think we almost got it on that one, but if we can go get the cops and bring them back here, I think if we do another take, we'll have some real beautiful footage for the editing room. <sighs> no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a fucking... No, no, no. This is... 
I'm gonna have to put my foot down here now. This is good. We got we got all we When got. I signed on to this project, I was told I'd have directorial control. <sighs> he like mutters to himself and thinks, uh, uh next well, one. As the CEO of this production company, I'm saying what we have is fine. We can't go over the budget. Alright, well you know what? You know what? I quit! And it throws its little director beret down on like Maurice's shoulder and starts stamping on it, and then it just <laughs> poofs out of reality. Okay, fine. And a different one just kind of sidles up and picks the brand. <laughs> I, I think Haley points to that one and says, You're promoted. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, when I poofed back into being a person, my hand was in my shoe and I can't get it out. <laughs> Do we have any of Are that oil fist? from the car If you're left? making a fit. Oh, yeah, Don't that's right. I, got, I, have a, I have a treasure trove of lubricants in my, in my van. I'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, so let me ask you this, um, just for, you know, hey, are we headed straight back to the hardware store, or do we want to wait for midnight to uh, talk to Haley's dad? I feel like those are the two paths we can take this episode down on. I feel like we've kicked the can on talking to Haley's dad too many times. We need to talk to Haley's dad. IMHO. The viewers out there demand we did listen. <laughs> we, we go I'm back. With either, I just, content. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I've uh, I, 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 I do actually have a reasoning here. I think Maurice is like, that egg says some shit about consequences, and we don't know what the fuck those consequences are. Before we get too deep in Eidolon stuff, we should probably figure that out with Haley's parents. Okay, how about we say, I'll tell you what, why don't we, we split the difference here? Because it is still, you know, it, you got a lot of time before midnight. Um, you head back to the hardware store to look around for that cat, and you don't see any sign of them. Um, you look around for, like, an hour plus and can't find the thing. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Maybe... Can someone, uh, like... Someone other than me should maybe tap their mind into the spooky stuff and see if they can learn anything about the cat. It seems to go bad when I do it. <laughs> I got two in Dredge. Who's got better biz? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I do. I do have the most biz out of anyone. Haley's got the best biz. Um, oh, very can I find any like cat hairs left behind? Hmm. I don't think you can. That's weird. Cats leave hairs everywhere. What kind of cat doesn't leave hair behind? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna dredge. You've got the wheel of fortune, the devil, or judgment. Hmm. That's a neutral and two negatives. Neutral and two negatives. I'll go with the devil. You get what you want at a price you can't afford, okay? Uh, Mark XP and tick the clock. Uh, Clock's up to seven now. (laughs) All right, I forgot choosing a negative on that. Ticks the clock. (laughs) Oh, well. Yep. Getting high enough that you might want to start thinking about the clock. Uh, you do get XP from that, though. Uh, so you get what you want at a price you can't afford. Let me think about that. Um, yeah, like you said, there's no cat hairs or anything. Um, you feel pretty definitively at this point that was not just something strange and supernatural. That cat was an Eidolon. And from what you understand about Eidolons, that means it belonged to a person. Possibly a person that has something against 
either you specifically or your entire group. And if that's true, you are in a vulnerable position right now. Because they could know a lot... You're being a lot more conspicuous than they are. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to turn to the group and say... If the cat didn't leave anything behind, that means the cat wasn't an Eidolon user. Because if it was a real cat that just had an Eidolon power, there would be some evidence of, ex of its existence. Which means the cat is an Eidolon. Which means it has a user. Which means the user has some reason to not like us. And probably means that the user was somewhere nearby at the time. And knows who we are. Yeah. Does Maurice, does, do we know, does Maurice know the enemies of the, <laughs> the study group? Who do we, who at school doesn't like us? Well, uh, I mean, obviously, pretty, uh, you know, okay. you had a tiff with Flannery earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, but y'all are seniors in high school. I think you could tell me any kind of, like... Yeah, there's always kids you don't get along yeah. with or teachers you don't get along with. <laughs> Maurice pulls out his enemies list. No, he does not have an enemy. <laughs> I love how committed we are to not having our characters put two and two together. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be unreasonable to put two and two together at this point, but I'm not playing you. <laughs> no, I, I think I think Haley would at this point just be like, it was, <sighs> it was Flannery, wasn't it? Do you think Flannery has it in them? Flannerly. I mean, the things she did to me weren't deadly. They were primarily petty. And uh. Flannery, I don't like to speak ill of people, but Flannery is petty when she doesn't get exactly what she wants out of people. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, if you're right, then we probably don't want to be here right now. Yeah, and like, I'll grant it, it'd be pretty weird if she was the one who was responsible for the murder, but I don't know, maybe there was some motive there, maybe she just didn't realize what her powers did and it was an accident. I just can't think of anyone else who was there at the time who would have had a reason to do that to us. Flannery. Flannery. Alright, let's let's maybe get out of here then before Elv now, right, right now, Maurice's eyes are darting around things that could fall or break or bad luck options in this hardware store. It's like, maybe we should get out of here. Uh, yeah, we should go yeah, back yeah, to no, our homes for to now. This. We should be safe there. I don't think she'd be bold enough to attack us in our homes where our parents are around. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll meet her in yeah. science class. Yeah, and then and then, and then meet up at my up place, at place later. Yeah. Uh, Casey has a face like I don't want to go home, but doesn't say anything. All right, just go I, straight I to think... Haley's place. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think... Do we want to jump ahead till to midnight, or does anyone want to do some scenes at home, real quick, brief ones? 
I got nothing. I think I'm good. Uh, I'm just going to say KC doesn't go home. Okay. Walks around. Yeah, yeah. Eats a pizza somewhere. Right. Um, I, guess, I don't think there's a scene, but Maurice just goes does go home and eat a lot. And um, he's like really excited about, oh, I got a case. It's crazy. There's a thing in the woods. And it's like just talking to whoever in the family is listening. Um, yeah, yeah. I think both of your parents are here and um, are probably... You feel like there is a level of recognition in their expressions that mm, it's not open enough that you can really say anything for sure, but mm. <laughs> uh, they have something they don't know. Mm. Is this worth doing a role to investigate my parents? <laughs> uh, if you want a hard confirmation one way or the other, you can give me a dredge for that, or you can just, yeah, you know... Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I guess a hard confirmation for how much do they know about Eidolon stuff and how. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, what's your biz? Uh, two. Two, that gets you that gets you the moon, which is negative, or the emperor, which is neutral. Hmm. I kind of like the forecast on the emperor. I wonder what that does. To the, the you break si- something? The yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the emperor. Okay. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, uh, you break something. I think what you break is your previous understanding of who your parents are as people. Because as you look into their uh, faces, look into their eyes as you describe the events of the day, and and see that vague sense of recognition and subtle emotion playing just at the the edges of their eyes and their their lips. What is it? Is it sympathy? Is it concern? They both completely know exactly what happened to you when you went to that toy store. And moreover, it has happened to both of them. Damn. Well, if they're not going to say, I guess I'm not going to say. As he's eating, he's gradually getting, I don't want to say resentful, but just like, what else do I not know? Oh, jeez. In fairness, they can't say anything. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I guess that's it. I guess like after a long meal, he's like... Uh, so I didn't want to go with the mystery club, um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go. (laughs) Sure, sure, Maurice, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what your dad says here, like, uh, it's a school night, but I mean, take care of yourself. I always do. And he closed the door, and he goes back in to say something about the cops and the police officers and all that, and lying to them. But then he doesn't, and leaves. <laughs> All right, it is, um, yeah, like, briefly before midnight, you all are gathered up in front of Haley's uh, ranch house. Um, you see there is a, one of the stables in the back, you can see a light coming from. Let's go, um... Do you do you generally have hearts to hearts in your in the in the in the ranch in the in the barn? It it's been a long time since since we've done something like that. Normally, wait, we just talk in the house like normal. Hey, Haley, I I have a question. Yeah. You did tell your dad we were all coming, right? She super did. I may have <laughs> forgotten to mention that. I mean, I told you your dad sent them to me. 
they'll be fine. It'll be it'll look. They're intimidating. I know they do that because they're protective. They're intimidating. But if you all are cool, they know you're cool. They wouldn't have let me go alone with you all for like months if they didn't think you were cool. Mm, worried, concerned. Okay. Yeah, we can trust Haley's parents. Parent, they, they, they don't be worried. I mean, they've been friends with my parents for a long time. Hmm. Look, if if her dads have a problem with us being here, we'll leave. It's fine. Plus, we gotta apologize for yeah. the lawn. That is true. Oh yeah, you probably should apologize for setting it on fire. <laughs> that was me, wasn't it? You yes. Did, you, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I think uh, I think Haley sort of leads the group to the barn. Okay. Can, can I set the stage for Boogie Wonderland real fast? Oh boy. <laughs> sure. Are you, so, are you so sure you at, don't want to turn Boogie Wonderland off right now? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, because Maurice's understanding of Haley maybe has grown a little deeper and he's not as what happens is uh in the, the stars get really bright. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. And uh there's a sound of horse prints and at the edge of uh Maurice's uh range there's like dust kicking up. Um Yeah. yeah. I'll say there's also tumble ooh, I wanna do this. There's also tumbleweeds that are like going by and they occasionally go up into the sky and turn into nebulas and then nebulas ooh. fall out of the sky and turn into tumbleweeds. That is a cool visual, I'll give you that. Space and cowboy stuff is what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you head through this space cowboy uh, melange mm-hmm. and uh, enter into the stable. Um, Jess Patrick is here. He's sitting, um, you know, there's like a stool over uh, on the far wall. He's kind of got a lantern over there. Um, Iris, you can tell me if this is a wrong call. Would it be reasonable for there to be a workbench in here of some kind? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, because there, there's probably a space where, like, they, you know, they work on repairing horseshoes and things like that. Sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, he has got a, uh, like, wind-up clock sitting here. And uh, as you filter in, um, he kind of looks at you, Haley, and says... I didn't realize you were bringing your friends tonight. Yeah, I, I, when I asked you, I didn't initially intend to, but then I kind of realized. I mean, they're all going through this as well. It. I feel like they also have a right to know things. That's fine. It's not going to take too long tonight, anyway. I think there's some basic facts about how this works that you haven't thought through yet. Uh, he grabs the clock and starts winding it and checking it against his watch. And uh, he lets go of the winding key and says, and it is midnight. Go ahead and ask your questions. Uh, first of all, I wanted to apologize for setting your lawn on fire. I only did it because I wanted to protect us and Haley, who I always try to protect because uh, she means a lot to me like everyone else. I'm so sorry, sir. I think, he's, I think he like, gives you a nod and says, apology accepted. Okay, Dad, so first question, what is up with the toy maker? Tell you the truth, I don't think I know much more about him than you do. He, uh, he's at that store, sometimes when people come in, 
And when they meet him, they leave with... And suddenly the alarm starts ringing on that clock. And he looks over and says, oh, your hour's up. Wait, what? what? Already? Hmm. What? We just, we just started. Uh, mm, nope, we started one hour ago. See, hmm. How can I describe this now? <laughs> Most easily. Suppose there were... Suppose there was a topic you're not supposed to discuss. And suppose that for one hour a day you're allowed to discuss it, but when that hour's over, all evidence of that topic has to be gotten rid of. Knowledge is a form of evidence. And if all the knowledge wasn't disposed of, you'd be breaking the rules, wouldn't you? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Oh. Okay. And if you break the rules, there are consequences generally, correct? Hypothetically. So you're saying that in this hypothetical time frame where the rules don't apply, the universe has to correct itself for the rules that were broken? Hmm... Not necessarily. What I'm saying is that one way or another, the rules aren't broken by one o'clock. Now, maybe that is the universe correcting itself, or maybe it's somebody looking out for other people. Theoretically. Theoretically. Allegedly. Hmm. Uh, you can come back tomorrow night and try again, but you gotta be real careful about what questions you ask or that hour's gonna vanish quicker than you realize. Time can pass real quick when you're having fun. Okay. Well, I guess, uh... This is... Yeah. Alright, I feel like Comf we need to... I feel like we need to talk amongst ourselves for a bit. Thank you for your help, uh... Mr. I Mills. think you all need to be getting home and getting to bed. It's still a school night. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about this at We can talk later. about this tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, catch you at school, Haley. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Thanks, Dad. Bye, Haley. Said. Yep. It's drive safe. Thank you for your time. And but one more thing. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just walking. Bob is staring daggers thing. at Maurice. You know, all of our friends, and you know, we make sure that we're not breaking the rules. Do you happen to know anything about the Fran Flannerly family? Flamily? The Flamily? As they were. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh God. What was Flannery's last name? I've got it in last time's notes that I don't have pulled up. One second. Let me find it. <laughs> Flannery Flannery. Her last name Flannery is Flannery. of course... Oh, oh, Flannery Hill. There we go. <laughs> um, what does he say? Um, Flannery, Flannery Hill. Yeah, the Hill family. You probably want to stay away from the Hill family. Hmm. <laughs> Pulls out a, a little, little yellow legal pad and uh, circles a word on there. 
Thank you. I think Haley <laughs> thinks for a moment about how to word what she's going to say next and says, well, given the events of the last day, we may not have much of a choice anymore. Haley. Just about every single man over the age of 30 in this town has a scar that either me or Fred gave them because they talk shit at some point or another. Everyone under 30, they got told by the older folks to leave us the fuck alone. (laughs) Now, the exception to that rule is Dale Hill. Is that because he was polite? (laughs) Oh, no. No, it was not. Oh. I see. Like I said, stay away from him. We'll do our best, and if worst comes to worst, we... We'll. I'm not gonna have to face it alone. Haley, you never have to face anything alone. I think Haley's just gonna go up to her dad and hug him. He hugs you back. All right, I. I need to get to sleep and think about some things. And so do the rest of you. He says, looking at you all again. <laughs> Wave from the band that I'm already waiting at. <laughs> I'm not gonna make that man angry at me at all. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, load up. Let's uh, we'll get you home. Thank you for your time, Mr. Holst. Bows and leave. <laughs> takes out a pocket full of oats and just takes out a handful <laughs> of oats out of his pocket and just kind of eats them. <laughs> 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 Disco was produced by Audio Entropy. It was edited by Glock Barner. Tiberius Wilson as Maurice Bailey. Mike Painter as Bob McGovern. Fabi Garza as Kevin Casey Cardenas. Iris Christensen as Haley Holst. And Luke Barner as the GM. With music by Maxine Knightley.